celebration, bitches. Mazel tov. Something spiritual. Mr. Hold y'all to Terry do his piece. What I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about. This sounds like some sage burn. It's crazy because he don't even rap no more. He just act. Yeah. <laughs> this is a no condom sex with a dashiki. He's a pretty good actor. He's great. Well, he's doing a lot of work. He's got a lot of work for like the He's a stereotypical uh, black man you put on the, for empowering, empowering shit. Mm-hmm. For all the commercials where they talk about, in the future, you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. Folk <laughs> today, you need comment. <laughs> no. You seem like he walk it like he talk it. Shout out comment, though. That is so, common. It's just Without fire. The beard. There are times. I right, go ahead, bro. Shout out to Common. Shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to. You know. Uh, what they call that thing? Chirac. Chirac. Called the Second City. Shout out Chief Eve. Chief Keith. Eve Eve. Okay. O block. Shout out O block. O end or no end. Shout out to Chicago just because you're the scapegoat of all white people and the Republicans' thoughts of violence. Shout out to the West Side. You're just a scapegoat. Look at Chicago. Look at the murder rate rate in Chicago. Fucking with them old boys, you're going to get fucked over. (laughs) They changed the game, man. These hoes love Chiefs. Oh, they did. They made the game like amazing. I love that time. Drill music. It was just, it was violence, but it was violence that you knew was real violence and was coming from a real place. I always took the words for bomb. Yeah, man. Like, I wasn't, like, when Lil Reese said something, I, I believe he did it. Yeah. I'm sure he did a lot of shit. And no, it wasn't positive. It was, I feel like it was reality. It wasn't fake shit. It wasn't, you know, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yeah, trash. Bitch do cocaine. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it was Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. All right, man. Well, hey. Ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> thank you for tuning in again. It's Tuesday. Miles it Talks Tuesday. It it's my favorite day. Uh, is the what episode is this? Is like we seventeen. Seventeen. We getting up there at some point. Uh, welcome to Miles Talks, the uh, safe place for keeping a culture, where we keep it culture every time, all the time. The gang is here again, as always. Dot's here. Terry's here. SL's here. You guys got any uh, anything to keep it funky with today? Dot, you want to go first this time? Oh, <clears throat> I was reading something today. And I saw how uh, an article was written about Kanye just wearing some Reeboks. But what popped into my mind is we give Kanye so much shit. Society does, but people just can't stop writing and talking about this motherfucker. If you don't like his way he moves, the things he does, why do you continue to give him attention for every little thing? Why is an entire article written on him wearing Reeboks? Like, it's not that serious. He's a regular person, and it's not just him. And Kardashians and shit, and anybody else that <clears throat> we spend time covering, 
articles written, pictures taken, people popping in the comments, disliking pictures, negatively discussing somebody. Like, if you don't like something or somebody, just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. I just feel like people should leave the man alone. If you don't fuck with him, leave him alone. The thing about Kanye, this nigga took a deep breath, <laughs> put his hands on his head. You no, know, he about to say some shit about Kanye. <laughs> the thing about Kanye is he's not a regular person. He is probably the one one of the most influential black we've had in the past twenty years for our culture. Very, very influential. Very influential. He's very influential. Now, I the article writing the articles about what fucking sneaker he's wearing—that's corny. Ridiculous. But what he does is gonna make news because people care about what this man is doing, per se. I think people care too much, per se. That is very true. People do care too much. My thing about the whole Kanye West thing is, I just need people to keep it one hundred and stop saying, "Oh, he is mental health" or "He's going through some things." Like, this is a grown going man going through some things. <laughs> this is a grown man He's 40 plus years old And if he is going through A mental health struggle Then the people around him Are trash You just you don't just let people That's going through Mental health breakdowns And saying wild shit I mean they can't and stop him They can He's a whole He's a whole husband you Kim Kardashian is trash You can't stop him Kim Kardashian is what? Trash Damn son What the fuck you what, made you, what made you have that opinion of Because her? Because of her of her woman, of her uh, wifely duties. I'm sure she You're probably like, told that nigga, "Hey, don't do that. Relax." She's trash, so she's a and trash he said, wife. I'm a yes, wife. you're not. You're letting your husband out here just just she's, trash his own name, his brand, everything he's built up. She's talking about her being frustrated with this. No one can control anybody. You can't control him. Control that man. <laughs> Obviously, you can't. If he's, you not, he's not on his meds, make sure he gets on his meds. Don't just let him go out in the world if he's bipolar and he's not on his meds. We don't know what he's diagnosed with. He said, but he has admitted to taking medication. medication. So we know he's on medication or has been prescribed medication that he admitted to not taking anymore. Yeah. So why? So what? Why didn't she like? I don't know. I don't know what happened in the house. I just feel. I I feel weird when you called her trash. I just feel like that's cold. Cold. Mean. I I feel like it's mean. I feel like if uh, if he was around a black woman. This black, is an argument I've heard a lot and a lot and a lot. If he's not a black woman, I don't think none of this shit would happen the way it's like... I don't think she, he really fears her word, per se. Like, like, hey, Kanye, please stop doing that. Like, if he was around a black woman, that shit would be dead. Like, if Felicia came and said, Dad, you're fucking tripping. I don't have a mental health issue. I, but if you did, okay, you don't. You no. don't. Well, as you far as I know, you're not. You yeah, don't have you been diagnosed yet? Let's, let's remember, you're talking to somebody who works in the mental health field. Okay. So I work with people. I do assessments on people who won't take. The so you have to be in your cell. Mind you too. have to want to take your medication. And he also he doesn't. People can help. People can remind you. I feel like we've gotten off on a tangent. His keep his. He was talking about niggas. Picking, talking about everything he fucking do. Now we're just talking about this nigga's mental health. Right. Okay. 
I agree with you. We're not focused on Kanye. We focus on people. Focusing right. on. I focus on people. Focusing on Kanye. All right, I agree and it ain't just Kanye. It's everybody else. People write these fucking articles about some bullshit. Because it do get the clicks though, and the clicks equal money, and the money equals yes, ass. yes. So I think that's why they're doing it. But you saying that shit is hack. That shit is like too much. Like it's too much. I don't feed into the 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 the, the bullshit <clears throat> zeitgeist. Feed into like. I don't know. I feed in the fuck shit too, so I can't really come at niggas. But mm-hmm. I don't know who am I? You Charles Mack. That's who. That's what they named me. <laughs> that was a good response. <laughs> uh, but I feel you though. Nigga. Stupid ass you. articles. How many words was this shit? Bro, it was. I could pull it up. It was probably two or three paragraphs. That's like, oh, Kanye's wearing Reeboks. This is the first time he's worn a shoes that aren't Adidas. He's worn a what pair was it, a sneaker blog or something like, like that? Christ. I was on Hasnabadi, and I thought they were showing me a new pair of shoes he was designing. It was just like, oh, he's wearing Reeboks He's switching today. up. I'm like, what the... F- my nigga. My, my, my fellow. Damn. I can wear it. I don't think he signed a lifetime. I don't think, think he signed he a deal that said he can't wear nothing exactly. else. And you grabbed the contract. He's like, look, he's breaking his look, contract with he's Adidas. He's wearing Reeboks. Look at that. Let's write an article on it. Bro, can you relax? Do something else. Big facts. Big racks, big racks. Well, they do that for, like, Drake, too. When Drake was... I mean, like, I wasn't saying just Kanye. I used yeah, it as an example. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be something, like, a fashion blog would do, though. That's something they would, they would notice about, because... He he's a, just calling it trash. It's trash. Yeah, I, stupid yeah. article. Don't write that shit. Don't do that. <laughs> be more creative. Like, <laughs> please, be more creative, writers. Maybe it was a slow news week. Yeah, it probably was. And it, how? I don't know how. When this guy Trump and right. f- fires in California, and <laughs> they should write me? about Donald Trump's bad taste in fashion or something. He's more newsworthy. Yeah, man, can't. That'd just, be a better article. But he can't wear no fitted shit. He can't wear no tailored shit. No, that man's body is mad. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I mm. think we're gonna start Dot's blog, and he's gonna tell you what to worry about and what not to worry about. I would encourage you to do certain things. I would. I don't know if you could commit to like writing a couple hundred words a week, nah, but maybe write. just have topics. I would be like give this topic is the topic I want you to niggas to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terry's the writer. Yo, I can imagine it's just like. It's a blog, and it's no worse. It's just a topic. Just topic. Things you should be worried about this week. Worry about your mama, nigga. And that's yeah. it. And the next week comes with worry about the weather. Worry about your bank account. <laughs> what is your what is your the APR and on your motherfucking car yeah, note? Exactly. And I can just imagine it being two years of just one post a week. Say worry about this. Worry about this. You better worry about this shit. Worry about that. Y'all need worry about the wrong thing, the wrong thing. You worry about the wrong thing, the wrong okay. thing. You worry about the wrong thing. All right, I guess I'm gonna go next. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Uh, okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, so my keep funky is um, does there's been a saying around uh, on the media and stuff like this, especially with all this like terrible stuff happening, and it, it's like. Love, love always wins in the end. <laughs> Let me know when the end, when the end is, when the end is, because I'll just I'm gonna stay in the house until the end comes. Because as far as I've seen, hate continuously wins. They have been on a winning streak for a long time. It's good. I just stay in the house in safety until 
bluff comes out and says that they win. Because mm-hmm. every time I look in the news, somebody's shooting some shit up. Stay strapped in your house. There's too. there's some famine going on. There's a some wild shit in other countries going on. You got Trump just running around doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I don't see no love. Black men are getting killed by the police. We're getting killed in these states by racists and stuff. This is like... Dude just got hung the other, the other month. Yeah, it's like, uh, when is the love going to win? You know, we're losing our own people. We're losing good people for stupid stuff. Our rest in peace, like... Uh, Kim Porter, like she told the doctor she wasn't feeling good. He said, "Nah, you alright," and yeah. she passed away. Like, when are we gonna win? Like, when is love gonna win? Hate racking up the W's. Like they are on a winning streak right now, and it's tough. It's tough to like. I have to go searching for love wins. <clears throat> hate come to your door, say, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah. Uh-huh. Hate pull up with an overnight bag. Yeah, you gotta go pull up on love. I just <laughs> up, that sound like a good song right there. <laughs> that is, that was pretty. You should good. write a song. I pulled up on love last night, mm-hmm. and I don't. I just I'm just staying in the house until love decides. You but know. the house is so boring sometimes for me as a single person, and even as a couple, I know you want to get out the house. I do, but that that the threat that is upon your life, just walking around and like at any moment, like bro, they were person that shot up the bar like we go to bars all the time can you imagine you just came out there to drink with your mans and a dude come in there and start shooting the spot up hell yeah man disgruntled dudes man this dude matter of fact i got a story me and um tyrell dot was at the bar and ordered some fries this drunk guy comes up next to us and just tries to reach over and this white dude tried to just take some of our fries and he was clearly fucked the fuck up but he just tried to take our fries, and I was like, and then the bartender had to, like, check him, like, yo, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, you're not going to serve me anymore, guy? <laughs> just did the typical really fucked up guy shit, being an asshole. And I'm like, this motherfucker easily got disgruntled, mm-hmm. went to his car, came back and said, ha, 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 And multiple people died because your ass got embarrassed because you tried to take somebody's food that wasn't your food. And... I'm happy that the positivity floats around me and that I'm blessed enough and covered enough by the spirit of the Holy Ghost <laughs> that I haven't been in no crazy situation like that. But like you said, hate be coming to your front door, man. That's why I always <clears throat> liked Michael Max's initial approach, violence for violence. And that's sort of why I don't really prefer to, uh, what did it say, turn the other cheek? Because I ain't got and I don't give a damn. If you do me wrong, I'm doing you wrong. Yeah, I almost backhanded that dude at the bar, but I was like, let me be calm. Because you know this dude's turned up. Because it only, I mean, for the most part, the only way people learn <clears throat> is by returning the favor. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the most part. You do have some people, you don't have to do all that. They'll get it. Most people, like, when we're talking about hate, we could use um, the KKK. And their support group. You think they give a damn if we turn the cheek? Nah, they they keep coming. <laughs> they keep coming. You know the way to get rid of the motherfuckers? Extermination. Damn, bro. Wait, mm. wait, wait, mm. wait. I gotta put a stop. When you start saying words like extermination, <laughs> he you said gotta extermination. Relax. We can. I said listen, I return the favor. Ideology. You want to get us up out of here? I want to get See, you look, up. Out I'm of here. gonna just put a stopper to that. Mm-hmm. Um. Ideologies are ideologies. 
some ideologies, we we have a human consensus that they're trash. Racism, sexism. Bigotry. Bigotry. Things of that nature. We do not condone nor will we ever condone. But I can't sit here and say we can exterminate those people just because they're they're morally wrong. That's what you said. I said what I said. said, I said what I said. I cannot say that that is an action we should take. Yes, we should ostracize these people and call them out on their bullshit at every turn. But extermination? Mm-mm. You ever seen... Uh, let me, is let me, a crazy a tactic, my brother. No, it's not. Let me give you a show. <laughs> this you ever realize... Make a case for oh, us. matter of fact, <clears throat> in The Walking Dead, you know how they come across bad people that try to take what they've been building to protect? Okay. And so what Rick would do initially, he'd be like, hey, just let those people go. We don't have to kill. We don't have to hurt anybody. You know, we've taught them a lesson. Them motherfuckers would come back tenfold, kill a couple of his homies, and take his shit and kick him out. By the third season, Rick was like, all right, fuck that. You done came over here talking this shit. I'm going to get rid of you. That's going to be the end of this problem. And yeah. throughout the yeah. season, it, that had to happen. Because he realized people, <clears throat> if they're going to approach you with negative ways... Just because you show them mercy don't mean they're, they're showing you mercy. In. They saw that as a oh another chance to come back and get. And they just want. came back okay. and they will fuck him up. I'm down for extermination of hate. But when we start talking about groups of people exterminating, I get a little nervous because I just think about the Holocaust. I think about uh, what is it called genocide well, and things yeah, of that yeah. nature. Yeah. That was hate trying to exterminate. That was hate. peace, <laughs> right? Peaceful hate. love. They I'm trying to peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to exterminate but, hate. I don't want to use their tactics. Well, so that's, that's like I said earlier. I will. There you go. So I just wanted to make my stance clear. Yeah. I mean, that word made true. me nervous mm-hmm. when you said <laughs> exterminate the hate. I've given a lot of thought to this. So this I'm is with that. I'm with the extermination of the hate. If you hating, we're going to exterminate you individually. We ain't going to lump y'all all together. What you mean? You're going to kill them all individually? You're going to kill them all as a group at the end? Yeah, we can put them all in the gas chamber. You just want also. You just want to kill one person one by one, rather than one by one grouping people together. And kill We're them. not just gonna lump them up. Okay, so he's cool with individual extermination. Yes, <laughs> the lumping up gets me nervous because you might start lumping people that don't belong. And That's then, fine. I'm and cool. Then in our pro, in our pro, I, you know what? Here's a plan. We're gonna individually find the hate. Oh shit! We're gonna individually find the hate. And then we're going to lump them all together. Okay, you could do the lumping of together. Because, because it's okay, to, it's yeah. okay, You see that yeah, I'm nervous. You see here. that I'm nervous. He just doesn't want to. Someone might have hated <laughs> by mistake and then they get lumped. We're not talking about like. I, no, no, no. I mean, we're talking, talking about, about real violent hate. Like you murdered six all Jewish right, so people. Yeah. Okay. That type of hate. Let's you you shot up the gay bar. That type of hate. Well, they end up killing themselves most of the time. Pussies. A lot of them. They keep growing and multiplying. Yes. Like baby kids. But they do incite other people. I feel like they... I don't know how, what type of weird-ass person you got to be to be motivi- motivated by something like that. But I did have this theory this past week. It's like there are billions of humans on Earth. And there's humans that are not... We're not all the same. Physically, just to start there. Some people have deformities. Some people have different like abnormal or abnormalities and I'm sure that applies to the brain. So there's probably just a sect of humans that brains just function abnormally and causes them to do this abnormal fuck fuck shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not chalking it up to the game, but I'm like this this is bound to happen. 
Mm-hmm. There's too many people for us all to be of good heart. To I mean, you. Do, I'm not saying you need. Not everybody's supposed to like everybody. No, I'm, I'm need, talking about yeah, just talking about the yeah, hate. I'm just yeah. trying to wrap my brain around the fuckery by putting them into a group. Like, oh, there's just a sect of humans whose brains don't work right. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Or don't work at all positively. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm not on that negative shit. Now, if you're listening, I'm not saying you gotta be fake, fake as shit, and say you love everybody. You don't gotta like anybody. Yeah, you don't gotta love everybody. Like you don't gotta love everybody. But for you, the thing about hate and this type of extreme hate, it's about just inconveniencing people. <laughs> That's what it is. These people are this type of hate. It's like people you're you're messing around with people that are not doing anything but just enjoying their life. Going to work. You don't have to like black people. Yeah. But you don't need to go out here and start shooting up our shit when we're not doing nothing towards you. Murdering children and. Yeah, you don't need to like Jewish people, but you don't need to go and shoot up the synagogue. They not bothering you. LGBTQ. You they just enjoying themselves. Black like people at church. Like they're just enjoying themselves. They're not even worried. They don't even. They don't even have you on their radar. You just want to inconvenience people. That's why. Yeah. They want to murder. So they should be murdered. Talk about it. I'm with the extermination on the individual. Person. On the individual, Terry's there. So instead of grouping, how about this? We'll just kill you each one by one. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right. All right. But until the meantime, just let me know mm-hmm. when love wins so I can come out the house. Well, when the dust clears and they're all gone, Briss, there'll be nothing but love in there. I'm, let me know because I'm going to be cooling <laughs> in the crib. I'm stocked up on juice and water and <laughs> snacks. So while while this happens, just let me know and I'll pull up. It would be great if a zombie apocalypse did happen. Um, I would be. It would be. And, a, and, the world and they only ate. They only ate people that hate it. Like the world would have like to they, start over. Like they can smell the hate on you, yeah. and that attracts them to you. They fuck with you. And people would be forced to to make relationships with people they never thought they would. Because they're scared the zombies gonna come get them. Exactly. That'd be lit. Yeah, everybody would be better. Yes. Well, for the most part. Like, you, all you, the zombies don't, like, you can walk around with the zombies and shit like that. Like, go to the market. They're not bothering you because <laughs> they don't smell the hate on you. Yeah. But once you start hating, they're going to get that. That's hate. like that pheromone that catches them. Uh-huh. Oh, shit, somebody hating. Who hating? Who hating? Put God on alert. Who you hating I can today? smell the hate. I like, s- I can smell the bitch on you. <laughs> I can smell the bitch. I can smell the hate. Yes, that would be lit. A lot of niggas would get be gotten the fuck out of here. Yeah. Damn. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all lucky. All right, Terry. You got something for us? Um. Yes, I do. And I'm trying to be very correct with this as I so I write this shit down. I don't know if I said this before, but I feel like you know we hear a lot. Another problem that's been going on, or at least getting a lot of light recently, is. Males and their their sexual assault and rape and Me Too movement. I feel like we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, not all men are this way. As matter of fact, most men hate men that violate women in any type True. of way. True. I'm one of these men. But um, I do want to make a proposition, and maybe we can get this put on the book some yeah. type of way. I think some men should have a permit. All right. To grab. <laughs> Oh, booty. Maybe some men who have lived the righteous life in the right setting at the right time 
Could be getting nah, this is not gonna work. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about the booty grabbing permit. I just thought of this idea. I was like, damn, maybe some guys could get permitted to grab booty from time to time. Like, I'm walking on the street and I see a very gorgeous girl and I go up to her and I grab her butt. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, motherfucker? And I pull out a card. <laughs> I'm what, certified what would booty be the grabber. Qualifications the see, now that is might be something that we have to grow with time. I feel like maybe you have to be at a certain level of physical fitness as a man. You know what I'm saying? A certain level of maturity. Your bank account might have to be on a certain level. Damn, I sound like Trump right now. Actually, we cannot have booty grabbing permits. No one should be permitted to grab <laughs> anybody grab without the permission. Good. Damn, so I was trying to make a way to where like, damn, you can't grope women. I was letting you work this out. Yeah, you tried. Instead of Chris cutting you off, you talked and... See, I was just rolling through my notes, and it was really a joke. It was a joke that I had wrote, and it was like, you know what, some men should get a permit to grab some booty from time to time, you know? He's a hard worker. It's a Friday night. He got one booty grab in his... (laughs) He got one booty grab permit. So you can... (laughs) And Shorty can't get back. He's like, oh, yeah, you're permitted to do this? All right, bet. Here's my card. You see my name? Here's my other so ID. You get- I have two forms of ID. I'm permitted to grab one booty tonight, and I've chosen right. you. And I'm sorry to inconvenience you, but, you know, Thank I had to get you. this out of my system. So you're there saying, you like, you would get booty grab permits, like, PTO, it will accrue. Yeah, like, you can accrue, like, <laughs> over time, a permit. Every three- And it's only, listen, it's not vagina touching, not, you can't insert anything in anyone. Just but booty. it's just to maybe rub a derriere. You, you need to have a, a class where you can how to grab it and see and it can't be a touch like a like it can't be a grab and, uh, and i guess this idea idea really came from because like back in my wild days i remember one time i, I saw a girl we kind of made eye contact and I, when i was talking to her i grabbed her ass and she liked that shit like she was like into it you know what i'm saying we proceeded to our conversation so i was like damn son how can i catch that vibe again and, like it's very weird to catch a vibe where a woman invites you to grab her ass so you know, I just want to increase the frequency of booty grabs, but um, it's probably very hard to implement this policy. But yeah. in a perfect world, maybe in a in a, a post-apocalyptic world, post-apocalyptic world, I have a permit to grab booty. No raping, no inserting, maybe. just a rub. <clears throat> and then you could tell me whether you like the rub. Maybe. Like, nah, I didn't really like the rub from you. To, All right, bad baby, go on about your day, blessed. To maybe to blessed. have a level of consent, you have to apply for booty grabbing and. They have to reach out to saying they're they're down for the yeah, booty grabbing. Yeah, you have to reach out for references. <laughs> like Joe has applied for a booty grabbing permit. Do you know Joe? Do you know? Is Joe? he a good guy? Has he tried to? Do Would this you before? be interested in letting him grab your booty on a Friday night? And that you have to be on their list. He's like, oh, he's approved booty he's, grabber. <laughs> like, <laughs> like women, women have to give the permit. Like, women have to have the list of approved booty grabbers for them. And I'm sure some women would do that. You know, like you see on social media all the time, girls like, yo, he could do whatever he wants to me. Let him come up and. Mm, 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 mm. No, that's a different. That's a different story for different you things. Women don't keep none of that energy. You think they change? They be talking about like they, they see be like. Energy. They see it's a, Idris, a daddy. They see Idris Elba and like, mm, like he okay, could no. he could take me away. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have come along. Yeah, you don't have none like, energy. Uh, they get shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they record. They be like, I saw a woman, a shorty tweet like, 
I want to Netflix and jail somebody's fa- somebody's ch- uh, son today. <clears throat> like you're not keeping none of energy when it's just some niggas jumping your DMs. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, like I've also seen um, memes the opposite of that. Be like when you talking all that spicy stuff through text messages, but then you get there and you're, yeah. it's like a meme of a girl with four sweaters on <laughs> and a hat. <laughs> like no, I really didn't want none of the action. You're I was just to talking real crazy. <laughs> so um, I think my keep it funky is really I'm gonna give it to this. Men respect women. Don't put your hands on nobody without consent and operate like a real player would. And you will you will know when somebody wants you to touch them because they will invite you. And if you're not invited, don't go there. Keep All right. I think we have, low-key, I think we, we might have just fell upon something to help this Me Too shit in the future. Women need to have a proof list of people who they can... But, like, we know women can't make good decisions very well. No, like, not on a... Like, you have a list that you submit to the government saying these men can grab my butt, and if it's not one of these men, it's sexually assault. See, I don't want the government to get involved. Be I, damn to be sure I don't, but I'm saying you need to submit it somewhere. We're where gonna have, have a community. We're gonna yes. build our own community, and like, we're gonna delegate it. Like, hey, I have Joe, Mike, Andrew, Terry, and Terry approved to grab my butt. If there's, and then so because I like them, yes. And so when you grab their butt, nice and gently as a man should, mm-hmm. nice. they nah, look back. A little rough sometimes. Well, you know, you guys had that that rapport, so you know yeah. how that person likes their her butt grab. Now, just to, one more disclaimer for the people: this all spawned from a, a joke idea. <laughs> I wrote this joke down. I thought it might be funny, and um, there's in no way do I think ever will there be any type of way where people can be permitted to touch other people. It's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just going with the joke. Yeah. But I give my keep it funky to women and their consent, which and is what is. we desire. More than we desire to touch them, we desire their consent. Speaking for myself. Because I don't want no problems. Like I said, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. <laughs> yeah. At all. Uh-huh. All right, man. Transition is out that. All right. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. All my. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. All my ladies in my game. Maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Yeah, no one. Yeah, but me. Yeah, baby. To my thick chicks down in Texas All the way to New Orleans where the girls cook catfish And in LA every chick's an actress Hollywood status with the shaded glasses To Detroit, yeah the place that I rest Where the ladies got Cicilla Lassa and hot Atlanta, y'all, it's one of the best Where they speak southern slang and smoke lasses And New York women are way too fresh Too much on your mind, let me ease that stress I wish you all were mine, it's so selfish Maybe I'm feeling myself too much, I guess But to my ladies all the My favorite one is like I still remember I can't remember that part He said something like Catch me in shows, I'm cold, man Kanye ripped that shit this was uh, that was a great pink verse. polo Kanye. Yeah, backpack Kanye. Yeah, Louis Vuitton Don Kanye. Louis Vuitton Don. Mm. Louis Vuitton. It seemed like it was so far ago. So. I got, he said he got him. I got my mom, my person. She Louis Vuitton mom. Rest mm. in peace to his mother. Yeah, R.I.P. Donda. Speaking of mother, happy birthday! It's, today would be December fourth. Yeah, happy birthday, mom. Your mom? Yeah. Mama, I love you. You know what I'm saying? You've been holding a real player down. Happy birthday. Keep being real out here in these streets. Stay lit. She Your gave me the code. You. 
Your boy got you. She gave you the code. I want to lift, man. I got to get back in the gym. I'm about to start lifting. I mean, you know, you get that testosterone when you lift. That's how you grow your beard. Just a word of advice. <clears throat> thank you. I'm I'm, tell you, I'm, I said thank you. <laughs> you know, because you know, I'm, I'm newly in this beard you're game. Not, you know what I'm saying? You're not getting... Oh, let me get <laughs> you're not getting um, no praise from me for your beard, though. Nah. <laughs> It's fucked up. I'm sorry, I don't there know. was days when you were clowning me. <laughs> I mean, you said cut that shit off. That don't look. Cut it looks tragic. He had to go through a. process It's a process. <laughs> when niggas grow dreads, this shit be ugly as shit too. Mm-hmm. There is a phase. There is an ugly phase. Oh. That's why they call it the dreadlock journey. You gotta go through it. And this is the beard journey. Beard journey. You had to go through it. You mm-hmm. got it, boy. Just like just like anything, you gotta persevere. You know it's gonna be some tough times. You're gonna look yourself crazy in the mirror. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And you're gonna be like, man, I am Jesus crazy, man. but I gotta keep going. I gotta be strong because the other side is glorious. What the hell? Okay, let's no, keep going. Um, so we all watch a lot of TV, and we all grew up well, too much TV. Tell you've said that we do watch too much TV, uh, but we also grew up on black sitcoms and they've all played a role in our lives growing up especially with comedy and just gives you good memories of growing up you know so uh, let's I want to hear about your top let's do top three black sitcoms I'll go one mine is uh, Martin who's uh, my wife and kids and three I would go. Um, I want to say Jamie Foxx, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. I have to think of the third one. Hmm. Black sitcoms. My wife kids is up there. That's so classic to me. I'm gonna come clean about a few things. <clears throat> Martin. I'm not well versed in Martin at all, and it's kind of sad to say. Um, this really should be real. Ah, I got my now well versed in what? Bernie Mac show. Bernie Mac. Okay, that was good. good. Um, I'm not well versed in Fresh Prince either. I'm gonna come clean. I didn't watch that much Fresh Prince. True. I've seen episodes. We you know some people that are like, oh, they, this episode starts and they're like, oh, this is the episode where Will da 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 and Carlton da 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 da. Like I can't do that at all. Um, True. What was when I was just really thinking about? Um, Shit, I'm drawing a blank. Family matters, bro. I used to love family matters. Family even when it, matters. even when it got crazy and Did like you? he turned into Stefan and shit. He started going to space. Fuck his man was a right genius. Now? Family matters. Eddie Winslow. Eddie Winslow. Eddie Winslow was cool to me, bro. I was like Eddie the man. Um, what else? <laughs> What? Oh, their theme song is probably one of the best theme songs ever, bro. And it was in Chicago too. That's fire. Um, fuck. It's even harder to find. Then it must be the magic too. Hey, come on, yo! They might have the best theme song now. I see. Mm-hmm. Real love person I've ever seen. 
Family. <laughs> Shout out to Family Matters. Family Matters is up there for me. I watch OD Family Matters. That theme song might me. You know what I'm saying? Steve went to space. Steve got the girl of his dreams. He had a badge on. R.I.P. Myra. Um, you know what I'm saying? The kids were cool. The parents were real. Um, you know what I'm saying? Lessons every week. It's all about the lesson. Um, I think that's why I like wife and kids so much because his it was a father really teaching his kids lessons in the way that he taught the lessons was fuck, was hilarious. Very funny. He teaching you crazy, and then he has stupid kids. The stupid kids always make it funny. Like your kids are legit dumb because you know kids what? are dumb. If I see, I forgot about living single, but I think if I was a black woman, living single would be my top three. But I have forgot about a different world. Now mm. that is my top three. Yeah. So I have a different world. I have Jamie Foxx. And then I have my wife and kids. Yo, please don't sleep on Jamie Foxx show. Jamie Foxx show. My man works at Jingle Two Jingles Two Thousand. Come on, down. King's Town. He's still fry. Oh, what's his name? Up. Oh, Braxton used to get it. He's like. And that man breath be hot. Hilarious. Shout out to Fancy. Shout out to the aunt and uncle. The uncle used to geek me. And the uncle was on Martin too. That's why I thought yeah. uh, Morris. I can't remember his. I know his first name is Morris. Oh uh, no! But there's one show I'm really forgetting about, man. And yo, I know we're gonna forget about a lot. So people, this would be a perfect time for y'all to comment the black sitcoms that y'all yeah. really liked. I really like. And then sitcoms in general. Can I tell you, like, this makes me sound old as hell. I, like, I watched a lot of Sanford and Son growing up. I my never pops. got into. I, I watch it. watched it, but it's not. And that shit funny to me. He was like, "You big dummy." <laughs> He was talking to his son like he that. He moved every- like he was lit all the yes. time. He moved like he was drunk. You like the other one too? Then must um, what, what that good theme song is iconic as well. Good times. Well, good times. I, I didn't watch. I watched Good Times. I, watched, I, watched good I was times. on Good Times. Just in the same like, breath as that. Yeah, shit was just kind of sad every it week. It was sad. Though. I'm like, yeah. they just I broke. I didn't watch it as much as I watched. But they get kicked out every week. Shout out to Thelma. And they live in a junkyard. But see, and it's like, I remember the UPN era. You remember that era? Yes. We had like Half and Half, one-on-one. Eve, One on One, like yeah. shows like that. Well, I used to watch a lot sister, of One on One. Sister, Sister, Sister. Oh my God. I smart. forgot about Cousin Skeeter. I got mine. Smart, smart guy, guy is in my top three. Oh, smart yes. Guy is yes. in my top three. Bro. I forgot. My I man, forgot. Mo, and what was what was uh, TJ's brother's name? Marcus. Oh. More Mark, and they was in DC, and they was doing really funny stuff. The father was a single father, which was a different little mm-hmm. s- spin on the show. King, you know what I'm saying? To holding down his family, and TJ was just smart as hell. He's a ten year old whiz kid up in high school. Yeah. You the with a thousand IQ. You guys got the way with the ladies, and he's keeping it real. You your guys, favorite little study buddy, he knows the deal. Did you guys watch the Steve Harvey show? Yes, yeah. that was that was yes. fire. Honestly, I don't focus on right now. Yo, that shit was Steve fire. Harvey show. Ooh, Monica Romeo was. Romeo and Bullyhead, Brandy. Brandy. Oh, uh, Moesha. Moesha. Yeah, Moesha was cool. Ooh. Moesha was cool. But shout Steve Harvey to, show. Shout out to Romeo. That was a UPN era. Yeah. Steve Harvey was in a UPN. Moesha was dumb. And Cedric Entertainer was late on bullet, the night. Bullethead. What's shorty? Uh, he said, "Cause I got a bullet in my head." <laughs> the lady who got a. It was her. She's a, she back then. She was a little bit bigger. Monique. Okay. Yes. Oh, uh, what's it called? The Parkers. Yeah. That shit. Funny. Don't sleep on the Parkers. Parkers used to get a lot of tick in that my house. <laughs> the Parkers. Yeah. Professor Ogilvy. Yo, he did not dude. fuck with Monique, but she never she gave up. That's what, and that's what I kind of like about it. Is it is now? 
but she would walk up on it. He, she had a key to his house. He yeah. should be like, "How'd you get in How'd here? How'd you get in here?" He's like, "I changed my locks." He's like, "Oh, I got that key." We I got those keys. <laughs> She's like, "I got no keys, baby. Stop playing." He's like, "What are you talking about? You're in my kitchen cooking? How do you have the keys?" <laughs> He'd be having joints in there too. Yeah, she'd be like, "Get up out of here! What you doing in here, girl?" He like, "Yo, no, stay." He was so tight. He's like, "Yo, Miss Parker." I don't know why he didn't call the cops on her. I don't know either. Yeah, you could call the cops on a woman nowadays for that. Come no, on, dude. He was tight. Yeah, I was going um, too. It's mm. more to that. Just reminded me of bruh man always being at Martin Cribs. Hilarious. Come up the back you need thing. that guest that's always showing up uninvited. And just pop. Because Steve used to do that shit too. He'd be in the, yeah. the house just eating cheese. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Steve, what are you doing in our house? Yeah. Oh, I see you got some gouda. Yeah. <laughs> and then for, for Moesha, it was a dude that ain't had no money. He was always over there eating breakfast and shit. Mahakim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, just that in the kitchen, like, bro. That was like a uh, bro from Sister Sister uh, Market. <laughs> there you go. Go home, Roger. Yo, we may have just discovered a theme to our black sitcom. Oh, yeah. You they need the uninvited guest. Uninvited guest. Yeah, the uninvited guest. You need the uninvited guest. You got had a guest that's just there, but you're like the lovable uninvited yeah. guest. Like, but there is something about that live audience, too, with the show. Mm-hmm. It's like confirmation that shit is funny. I'm about to Google yeah, yeah, someone because yeah. I know we're forgetting some little I'm, ones, too, man. There's... I mean, you got like. But my top three, it definitely what I say. Family Matters, um, Smart Guy. I used to watch OD Smart Guy. And um, I'm going to think about my third one. Jamie Foxx Show. What's the. Oh, Chappelle Show. We're going to say Chappelle Show. It wasn't a sitcom, but. I mean, I'm rolling with Different World. Definitely is my number number one out of the three. I really fucked with a Different World because it really kind of shows you college girlfriends as a young boy mm-hmm. i watched too much girlfriends i was watching tracy ellis I every week now i was watching that joint like it's nothing mm. i didn't watch as much girlfriends as i wanted to oh the short thing everybody hates chris yes uh, underrated that's a good one that's a good underrated one. he said my father he the father bro and the mother yeah the dad shout out to tisha see and it's like a lot of overlap because like Tisha, uh, Tisha Arnold, she not Tisha Martin. Tisha Arnold. Tisha Arnold, Martin. You know what mm. I'm saying? She was funny. Her and Martin used to go at it. Hell yeah! That's the theme too. You always Shorty Smalls. That's the theme too for black sitcoms. You need the banter between two people. Yeah. Gotta have it. Like where they just cra- constantly joke on each other. Yeah. Keenan and Kel. Let's talk about Keenan and Kel. Fuck it. That's my three right there. Smart guy, Keenan and Kel. Family matters. I'm be good. I like you, to have you could go to an each. island with just those. I'd be good money, good bread. I like to have one from each generation. That's what I'm gonna call. I'm gonna hanging world. with Mr. Cooper. I didn't really watch that. I just see that one. There was a drink with LL Cool J. Oh, in the house. I didn't watch that one. Either. I used to watch it in the house because, and guess who was in the house from um, Fresh Prince? Carlton. Carlton was on it. He the was house. in it. Yes, he was. He because they were physical therapists on the show. And he was like the lead person in the physical therapist. Mm-hmm. And I guess on In the House, LL was like a former NFL player or yeah. something. And he had become a physical therapist. Shout out to In the House. You know what's funny? Uh, on uh, on Eve, the show's called Eve, but her name was like Shelly. Yeah, it was. Like, her name like, was Shelly. Like, why, why? Why? That's a terrible uh, name. I mean, oh, well. The Boondocks. The, say they have it on this list. I'm on a list of like 30 top black. Sitcom. The Boondocks. It was technically a, it was a cartoon sitcom. Uh, I don't think it's sitcom. Yes, it is. You could argue me down. Whatever. Um, different world is up there. Yeah, different world. Fresh Prince, Fucking and they crazy. gave number one to the Cosby Show, which is we was like we I skipped over that on purpose because then nobody want to talk about Bill Cosby. 
even though Lisa Bonet was fine. Live in color. That wasn't a sitcom. You can do what you want. I had like all their seasons on DVD for some reason. Live in color. You know, short. We don't give enough credit to them because they birthed a lot of comedians, yeah, like yeah. Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, David Allen Greer. Everybody on the show is lit. All, all the wings, Jennifer Lopez, <sighs> Wayne's uh, Brothers. We yeah. forgot that sitcom. Yes, that's yeah. the Wayne's Brothers. Actually, new sitcom which is actually fire, and I'm mad late on, but I would definitely enjoy catching up. Blackish, it's fire. Blackish, it's fire. Be talking that real stuff. Yeah, it's fucking shout out to Anthony Anderson. It's fire. You know what I'm saying? Great. Great banter between him and his son. Yes, I'm saying. Shout out to the he oldest be cooking son. Them. Funny as hell. <laughs> we hit a lot of them though. Shit. We hit a lot. We left man. too many. We haven't left many on the table. And <clears throat> Wayne's Bros. Rock. I don't remember Rock. I kind of do remember Rock. I used to like the wife from that joint. He's a smart guy. Different strokes. Webster. I never watched Webster. Half and Half was my show too. And guess what? That's more crossover. Smart guy. Shorty that was from on Smart Guy was in um. Half and half. Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm, that was a short run though. Yeah, wow. I fuck with that show. Yeah. I remember it because it was like mechanics. And yeah, shit. he was. Malcolm had a bar. Eddie was a mechanic. Yes. Malcolm Jamal Warner from the Cosby Show. Cosby Show and Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. Damn, that was my shit. Cedric and Turner, he had his own spinoff. I didn't watch that much. The Hughleys. I mm. used to watch the Hughleys. Hmm. I did. Hugh- the son was stupid on that show too. He was yeah. before. He had a dumb son. Mm-hmm. And I just for honorable mention will say that's what Raven, even though I never watched that's what Raven. Who's the best un, um, unintentional guest, uninvited guest? The best uninvited guest, it gotta be Martin had the best uninvited guest. Mm-hmm. Cole and Bruhman. Martin would have a series of uninvited guests. A little when he played himself when he was a kid, so now he knows exactly. kids. Exactly. Best he'll pop up. Martin's Uncle like Jerome? characters. Martin's <laughs> characters might have been the best ever of all time. Uncle yes. Jerome. He plays some Shanae bro. Come on now. Shanae, Jerome, the Karate Man, the little nigga. No, no good. Don't you know no good? I like, I like um, Jazzy Jeff from Will Fresh. Oh yeah, because just because he used to throw that nigga the fuck out every episode. Like, how do we keep coming back to how she get literally thrown out? Because it's Bel Air, baby. I'm pulling up everything. Literally thrown out. And and um, what's what's the oldest daughter name? Not Ashley. Uh. Claire. Oh, not Claire. Um, Y'all are tripping. Uh, shit. Hillary. 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 Fine ass. She was dumb as rocks. Yes, she was. The dumb child is very key to a black sitcom. Yeah, I don't need... I don't, you must have a stupid child. I don't need no kids being smart. Even though I think Family Matters, everybody was... I think yo, Eddie was the dumb one. Hey. Eddie Winslow. Because Laura was smart. He had Waldo. Waldo. Waldo was really dumb one. You know the dumb one. I have a dumb friend. His name is Waldo. Waldo Geraldo Faldo. That's ridiculous. Waldo Geraldo Faldo. <laughs> Love black sitcoms, man. But like I said, Jamie, not Sam, Jamie, <sighs> smart guy. Um, Family Matters, and what was the other one I said? I think Keenan and Kel or something. No, I didn't say Keenan and Kel. You did say Keenan and Kel. I said it. But was that the one I need? Yes. Okay, that's fine with me. So you, I go to, you can go to the island, and that's all you need. Bowling. So that was yours? A Different World. Um, Jamie Foxx. <sighs> I had my wife and kids. I'm stuck between that and Martin or Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter. But I think I'm going to throw in Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter I don't have was a trash. 90s I wasn't. Joke. I wasn't as... 
sold on Cousin Skeeter. I like they that. had yeah. Megan Good in it, and the dude from um One on One. Yeah, that was um Kyler Pratt, little dude. But I like Martin too. I think I'm gonna do Martin. Martin, my wife and kids, different world. So mine was Martin, uh, my wife and kids, and the Bernie Mac show, just because Aunt Wanda was a fox. She was a fox, and she carried herself very well in that show. Yeah, mm. sexy. Skin tone and, and the sun was and the sun geeking. Oh my god, Jordan! Jordan was so dumb. Oh my god, it pissed me off. He like he made me like so mad. I felt Bernie Mac's anger at him. Jordan be pissing me off every day. <laughs> I mean, that's what the uh, all my wife and kids. What's his name used to do for me? Junior. Junior. He was so stupid. But it's Damn. just because he's stupid. Jordan would just do Damn. shit just to do shit. Like, why are you doing this? Wants to. It no. wasn't just him though. It was team effort. It was him. Yeah, they are bad. Sister, yeah, and it was a little sister. They all made me so angry. Uh-huh. Vanessa's stupid ass too. Mm. Shout out to Black Sitcom. So our listeners, man, if you tell me what some of y'all uh, favorite sitcoms are in the comments or uh, in our Instagram, let us know which ones you fucking with and which ones we if we missed any. <sighs> Let us know if you missed any. If you haven't watched any black sitcoms, nah, we really hit. I really feel like we hit them all. Go do like, it. We hit them all. Different world. It was Gucci. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lisa Bonet. I see you, baby. <laughs> all right. Die right, transitions out, please. No worries, peace to keep Murray. Uh-huh. Just like you. To keep me flowing, to keep me going, to keep me growing, to keep me to eat from knowing what happens out there is not my concern. You wanna die, it's not my Just turn. Just like you. To do something to me like jumping the Mercedes uh-huh. on the highway, doing over 80 without music, baby. Ow. Just like music. Shout out to this movie is what's the worst that can happen. No. Yeah. Fire. That is the movie. The one with Martin Lawrence and Danny DeVito. Just like music. Turn on my music. Mm-hmm. I got my music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn on my music. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. Just like music. Fire. Fire, 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 fire. Eric Sherman. And Marvin Gaye, rest in Marvin Gaye. All right, Doc. Listen. <clears throat> All right. What you going to learn, learn us on today? We're going to talk about affirmative action, okay? You're trying uh, to shake the table, huh? The Trump administration has abandoned the Obama administration's policies. They're called on universities to consider race as a factor in diversifying their campuses, signaling that administrations will champion race-blind admissions standards because they don't see color. With the amendment passing successfully this time, advocates finally achieved the victory they fought for two years ago. In a joint letter, the Education and Justice Department announced that they had rescinded seven Obama-era policy guidelines on affirmative action, which the department said advocate policy preferences in positions beyond the requirements of the Constitution. 
the Trump administration's moves come with affirmative action at a crossroads. <clears throat> Hardliners in the Justice and Education departments are moving against any use of race as a measurement of diversity in education. And the retirement of Justice Anthony M. Kennedy at the end of this month will leave the Supreme Court without its swing vote on affirmative action while allowing President Trump to nominate a justice opposed to policies that for decades have tried to integrate elite educational institutions. A highly anticipated case is pitting Harvard against Asian American students who say one of the nation's most prestigious institutions has systematically excluded some Asian American applicants to maintain slots for students of other races. That case is clearly, clearly aimed at the Supreme Court. Democrats and civil rights organizations denounced the administration's decisions. Representative Nancy Pelosi of, Pelosi of California, the House Democratic leader, said that the rollback of vital affirmative action guidance offends our nation's values and called it yet another clear Trump administration attack on communities of color. <clears throat> the Obama administration believed that students benefited from being surrounded by diverse classmates. So in 2011, the administration offered schools a potential roadmap to establishing affirmative action policies and race-based considerations that could withstand legal scrutiny from an increasingly skeptical Supreme Court. In a pair of policy guidance documents issued in 2011, the Obama Education and Justice Department informed elementary and secondary schools and college campuses of the compelling interests established by the Supreme Court to achieve diversity. They concluded that the court has made clear such steps can include taking account of the race of individual students in a narrowly tailored manner. <clears throat> Lastly, it remains an enduring challenge to our nation's education system to reconcile the pursuit of diversity with the constitutional promise of equal treatment and dignity. Justice Kennedy wrote for the four to three majority. Some colleges, such as Duke and Bucknell University, said they would wait to see how the education department proceeds in issuing new guidance. Other colleges said they would proceed with diversifying their campuses as the Supreme Court intended. So that's just a little bit on uh, the affirmative action policies that have been rescinded by the Trump administration. And we'll see what happens moving forward with diversity on our college campuses. It just sucks because uh, it's crazy. It's like you're, a lot of us get into these, these places because of affirmative action. Mm-hmm. And you taking that away, gives, I guess it gives a hand back to... Is, would you classify as reverse racism? I think it just reduces the uh, opportunities that minorities will have to get into these institutions. You know, um, as mentioned, like Duke, Harvard, some of these big, bigger schools, they were following that affirmative action guideline to make sure that they are inclusive of different races mm-hmm. um, outside of the majority. Because if you go to like Harvard campus, something like that, I'm pretty sure it's majority um, white male and white female so it's just a way of saying hey y'all got a lot of white students let's put some different minorities there because I definitely think that if there weren't any guidelines that universities had to follow you would easily see you would go to these places and there would be no black people no 
minorities at all. No Indians, yeah. no Asians. It would really just be white people. And these are the universities that might that are looked at as oh the best in the country. These are where the brightest people go. But you guys aren't accepting brightest people from different racial groups, even though race is not real. Different ethnic groups. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, Affirmative action, I feel like a lot of white people have a problem with it because they feel like they're getting their spot taken. But um, that ain't my problem. Yeah. Are they, are they <coughs> What's going on? This? Are they planning on doing this in the workplace too? Well, I mean, you know, that's <laughs> that would go along with like reparations or some shit. They're not about to do that. This is just education. But they it's could like, follow. You realize this shit would be all white and y'all would be coming out with crazy and like... It is. It's been proven that having minorities and people of other backgrounds in the room produces the best shit. Yeah. You got you one. Black people don't have the perspective on all the races. Like we need to invite in other people into our groups. When, not maybe not telling our stories, but when we're trying to to touch the most people that we can. Yeah. Like that's kind of simple. And I don't know why some white people think that if it's just them that they're gonna get shit all right, or that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's a y'all have a horrible track record when, <laughs> when, about to get there. when it's just you. Your track record is not good, and you don't want to admit it, and you 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 deflect and come up with a whole bunch of bullshit and arguments. But it's kind of simple. When it's just you guys, shit don't go right. Yeah, that was Obama's administration's approach. They knew that diversifying the classroom is was best or were better for students. And that's why they had those guidelines. But they've been yeah, man. The people want to be unchallenged, but that's how you get weak-ass everything when shit is unchallenged. Yep. Gone now. Yeah, so thank you, Doc. Thank you. Did your thiz naive. And um, I'm going to continue into the spiritual segment. Um trying to start a new kind of thing with it. it's like I really don't have any answers I'm just I mean I really don't have any answers I just have questions and um I kind of picked the topic today to talk about just decisions and uh they say in life that our choices are like so important to where we end up and what we'll become and I'm sure that we all weigh our options and we try to use our instincts to pre- to predict like what will lead us down the path that we want the most like the most desirable things and to increase our happiness and prosperity. But as humans, like we make wrong choices with all of our intuition and all of our discernment and all of our weighing of options. Sometimes we still choose the wrong thing and we end up sometimes where we didn't intend to be, you know, and I ask myself, like, why is our judgment off sometimes? Like why, even with all the the knowledge base that we do have and the, the help that we do have, we still make the wrong choices. And, like, if everybody is out here moving, like, trying to do what's best for themselves and in their, in their own self-interest, you know, I'm not talking about just being a selfish person and you only think about yourself, but you do try to set yourself up to, to be in positions in the universe where things will be more accessible to you and you can get what you want. But why does it seem like sometimes we can't reach our goals? And, like, how much of it all... <coughs> Like and and when we're making our choices, like how how much of the time should we be thinking about others? Because I think sometimes I guess we might account we put too much stock in others when we make our decisions. Sometimes I'm not gonna say be selfish, but sometimes you have to follow the first law of nature, and that's self-preservation. So um, and I don't even know if that's the first law of nature. You know, that's just a little thing that people say all the time. So I just had a question, man. Like, can we stop making bad choices? 
and it's hindsight really 2020, I think that when we look back at our choice, we'll be like, dang, if instead of I took this way, I would have took that way, I'd be in a better position. But you don't know what was on that path when you were doing it. So, you know, I just have a lot of questions today, man, about decisions, man. I'm trying to make better decisions. And I feel like we all, we hear a lot of the time, like your your choices will, will is what produces what happens in your life, man. You got to make better choices. Hey, man, make better choices, man. Do the right thing. You got to choose right, man. Don't go down that path, you know. So we, I think we all just need to, in our strive to become more enlightened, to become better people, we got to just continue to ask questions about the choices we make and the decisions we make. So, thank you for listening. Hope you guys got something out of this and you can give a little bit more mindfulness to the decisions that we make going forward. Choices are important. <laughs> that's what they say, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, that's not what they say. <laughs> choices matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing about karma. I think karma is real. And... I would hope that you before you do something you think about the repercussions of what could happen from the choice you made and so see before you before you start to sell that brick you know what I'm saying that's what I was thinking about too like cause people make choices like alright I'm gonna take a gamble yeah. I might take this I might make this decision to risk something and it might be your freedom it might be I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna invest this whole bunch of money into something and, and I know at the time that we make the decision, probably the worst decision you ever made in your life, you put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. And you really thought that it was going to get you where you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then you made the choice and you're like, damn. That was a bad decision. This That was the worst decision. And then, like I said, it's hindsight 2020. You look back and you're like, fuck. But you put a lot of time into trying to make the right choice. And you still fuck up the choice. It's even more important for your decisions when it's important especially when you make decisions when you're not in the best of situations so when you're like desperate that's the toughest yeah that's those the are, toughest like those are the tough choices like you broke this week you know you can easily go and sell some drugs but then you might not end up in the bank for 10 to 15 just off that one particular moment of weakness when you were broke yeah man so like i said man everyone moves like we move in our selfish to try to reach our goals, but we have to, I guess, just continue to, I guess, put a little bit more mindfulness in our decisions, man. Thank you, Terry. Every week you come with something different than a lot of people. Thank you. It's tough to be this spiritual all the time. You know, when you feel a lot, it's just how it goes, man. It's the burden you, the burden you have. It is a burden. Every gift is a curse. <laughs> what, what, uh, what did um, Peter Parker's uncle say? With much power comes great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. And that's you. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> uh, follow us on our social medias, man. Uh, follow us on Mouth Talks Instagram and the Twitter page. Th- and uh, <clears throat> remember to please review us and send us, you know, Reviews and especially on iTunes or and hit our phones up or something like that or Twitter something like that if you have a review and you want to keep wanting with us I think that's really important and we're looking for it. So remember on the path to play them there are two rules: stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, stay true to the code. Thank you for listening to another episode of Marvel Talks. Dot play some some funky something funky so we can ride out to. Peace. Oh,